I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. And this week we have Montecito Bank and Trust with us today. And I'll let you make the introduction, Vicki. Hi, thank you, Patty. Yes, we're happy to have with us today Doris Roof, Senior Fraud Specialist from Montecito Bank and Trust, and she has some very important things to talk about today and to share with us. So welcome, Doris. Always glad to see you here. What have you got for us? Thank you, as always, for inviting us because we do love sharing any new information that we have. And this one is a newer one on the horizon here and is occurring. And basically, it's artificial intelligence, or also known as AI. I know it's been in the news a lot, and it's been in the forefront, and it will be and will continue to be because there's so much that can be done with it. And one of the areas that AI is able to produce is voice cloning. And voice cloning can be used in the family emergency scam. And that is when you receive a phone call from somebody, usually a relative or a very close person to you, stating that they've been kidnapped. You need to pay some money because they're either in jail or they found drugs in the car or, you know, they were in an accident. They were responsible. Lots of different stories. But the bottom line is they're looking for payment from your relative or the person that they're calling you about. Before, when they would make the phone call, usually somebody in the background possibly screaming or saying, help me, you know, or whatever. But now with AI, they can actually go out onto social media, or if you have voice message on your telephone, they can go ahead and pick up your voice or the voice of your loved one and clone that voice and put it into that phone conversation that they're having with you to make that fear and that urgency and pay now and otherwise they'll be put in jail or or worst case scenario saying that they may get killed. So and we have seen that to go ahead and pay the ransom. And so basically with AI, it sounds very, very close. But what I've also heard that it's slightly off. So if you do listen for that, but who does that when you're in the middle of a conversation like that? That's where it becomes difficult because it is an urgent message. So the best thing to do is one, they will always ask for some kind of payment, either by wire, cryptocurrency, gift card. First of all, that should be number one clue for you, for whoever is receiving the phone call. But the main thing to do is hang up immediately, call the relative that they're calling you about or your close person. And call from a trusted phone number that you know, not a phone number that they may have given you or whatever. And you call. And if you can't get in touch with that person, you call the next of kin to that person. Like, let's say it is a grandchild. Their stating is in jail, whatever. And you can't get in touch with that grandchild. You contact the parents. You verify with them. Hey, is so-and-so okay? I just received this phone call. 
So you go ahead. Don't just rely on that grandchild and trying to get in contact with them. You go down the line. But with AI, I hate to say it, but it is a scary thing because they're going to get that voice. Let's say you're on Instagram even and you've got you're you're talking on Instagram. Your grandson or granddaughter is talking on Instagram saying, Yeah, here's my birthday party or whatever. They're gonna take that voice and you know, go ahead and clone it. So there's lots of different ways. So social media, just be careful. I know no one's gonna stop using social media and just be careful what you say and always, always validate who is calling about that person. You want to verify that it's not because I can guarantee you pretty much 99.9% of the time, it is not your relative or close person. So it's scary to think how little of somebody's voice they need to clone. I can't remember if it's 30 seconds or 10 seconds, but it's a very, very short period of time. So you're right, they don't need that person to be having a long conversation. If somebody leaves a message on their telephone saying, sorry, not here right now, please leave a message, I'll call you back when I can, Mm -hmm. that I'm understanding might be just enough for them to actually clone the voice of that person that they want to scare you with. I was going to say, it's also a lot of people need that voice message or being on social media because that is part of their business. Let's take real estate, for example. You need that voice message. You're doing small bits about what you're providing. Mm -hmm. And that, like you said, it's just enough to get that voice. And it is something that you still have to put on your voice messages because that's part of your business. But it's just verify, verify, validate, make the phone calls, tech, you know, from to a phone number that you know is the person that you're trying to call. Yeah. You know, and once again, the clue gift cards, wire yes. money, those are all clues. Cryptocurrency, Cryptocurrency is a big yeah. one. It's a big so, one. Yeah. Well, I think it's interesting that the what we have called the fake kidnapping scheme is back. Mm-hmm. That was around several years ago, and I thought it had kind of died out, From but from what I'm hearing from you, it's making a comeback, and that's even more frightening, I would think, mm-hmm. than, Grandma, I'm in trouble, I hit somebody in my car. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we are hearing about the fake kidnapping scam is that a gruff-sounding man comes on the phone and says, we've got your granddaughter or your daughter she was in the wrong place at the wrong time. We're going to ship her off to the Mexican cartel as a sex slave unless you can come up with the money. I mean, that would strike real fear in your heart. Yes. Terror. And you wouldn't be thinking too clearly. You would just be reacting. Well, Vicki, remember you ran into the lady who said she didn't fall for the kidnapping scam. Now, it wasn't AI, but because you had advised her on our scam squad to have a secret piece of information that the two of them would share, kind of like you used to do with your kids. A stranger comes, they have to know this secret code word or the answer to this question. I think that's a really still a good tip. Excellent. I think it's a great tip. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great tip. And say to the fake kidnapper, oh, ask my granddaughter what the name of her dog is or something. Although you have to be careful because it's probably going to be something more obscure than that. Mm-hmm. How old is grandma? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's that they might know that too. They might know that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have to think it's of a, a really good trick question. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a wow. bad situation. It's a very tricky situation. Well, and you know, I just thought of something as we we're talking too. I mean, pretty much you can go onto the white pages on the internet, and it tells you who you're related to. All you have to do is go out and look at grandparent is because they give you the age also, and then look and see who else are the other people that are related or connected to that person. And you go out to that person's social media. And now you've got some information and you got the connection and you go out and just get more information or get their voice from social media. And that's the scary part because you're going to hear it more than just uh, like, help me. It's right. Yep. They've got me. Yeah. Yes, I did hit somebody. I got caught with drugs or whatever. It is scary. It really is. And you're right, Doris, when you're in that high emotional state, which the scammers count on, I mean, you're just wanting to react and protect your granddaughter or your daughter or... Loved one. Yeah. Loved one. Yeah. Because sometimes, and this was quite a while ago, this was a customer of ours and they claimed they had the whole family. Part of the family had gone on vacation. It's not always the granddaughter or grandson. So, And that is another example about how scammers use social media. Some member of the family, probably they were sharing pictures or details of their vacation and indicating that the whole family was having this wonderful time somewhere. So the scammer goes, oh, well, I can use that. And the frightening state of the news right now where people are getting kidnapped in various parts of the world. So that makes it even more believable. Right. Yeah. Mm Exactly. So verify, verify. As soon as they ask for money, especially in those particular ways, Mm -hmm. the gift card, the cryptocurrency, take a chance and call that person or call the family member and say, is my relative in trouble? Well, it's good for us to be warned because now if any of us get those phone calls, in fact, I ran into a woman at the senior fair, a grandmother at the senior fair, which was just recently held here in Santa Barbara at the Earl Warren Showgrounds. And we were manning a table and she came up to me and asked if I was the person on Scam Squad. And I said, yes, I was. And she said, well, I just want you to know that I got one of those calls saying my grandson had been in an accident and that they needed money to post bail. But she said, I remembered your show and I remembered what you told me. And she said, I asked for the name of my grandson's pet and they couldn't provide it. So I knew it was a scam. So education is really important. And that's why sharing this information, which you do so well, Doris, is always important for us to hear because having scam is making a revival. And Right. Especially with that artificial intelligence where it seems so very believable when you can't believe your ears. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Only other thing I just wanted to bring up, and this has been going on for quite a while, but just want to bring it up because of the holiday season coming up and we're all going to be out there shopping, being out and about and or even just grocery, you know, being in the grocery store. There are people that will go ahead and approach you, distract you, while the second person then will go ahead and go into your purse or even pickpocket your jacket, and you may not even be aware of it. We did get an alert on that also that it's on the rise, and it has been somewhat over at Costco and then Target, that whole area where it's very busy and Mm -hmm. lots of people, and so they will go ahead and usually work in pairs 
or more than one person. But even that, you may not see two people walk up to you. You may just see one person saying, hey, I can't reach that. Can you get that? Or do you know where this is or that is? And then all of a sudden, while you're trying to help them and talk to them, they're taking your wallet and that. And the next thing, they're off and running, getting gift cards or just making big purchases at Walmart or Target, whatever, with the electronics, Apple stores, Best Buy, you know, so just want to be aware of your surroundings. If somebody is asking you to help them, just make sure you're holding on to your purse and your wallet. It's not in your cart. Well, you know, it's interesting. I was just in Costco this last weekend with a good friend of mine. She was helping me get all my provisions. We were using one shopping cart and we both had our purses in our shopping cart. And inadvertently, we both went off in different directions. Oh, dear. And then I thought, oh, this is exactly what I tell people not to do. Raced back to the cart, but it takes no time at all, especially if your purse kind of gaps open for somebody to just reach in there, grab your wallet and they're gone. It's shocking to me how quickly they can negotiate whatever credit card they find. I'm oh, yeah. associated within half an hour. They wow. will be at the other store and it will be gone. So no. we need to have our card numbers with us in case the worst does happen and yes. we do lose a wallet or it's stolen so that we can cancel those cards right away. Absolutely. Yeah. I know that these pickpockets, they usually work in gangs. So there's usually three of them that come in together. And one kind of is the lookout and make sure nobody's watching. One is the distractor. And then the third one is the one that actually comes up and pulls out your wallet. You don't know that they've done it until you get to checkout with your huge load from Costco. And realize, uh oh, I can't pay for it after they've checked it all through. So that's a pretty panicked situation. Yeah. And, you know, they don't need your pin. They just can hit mm-hmm. it and just sign a, a squiggle or whatever. And, yeah. you know, go on their merry way with the big purchase with your card. Yeah. So, but remember, you can always go in and dispute that. So That's right. That's right. Like, it's um, a credit card, right? Yeah. And like Patty said, make sure, you know, it makes life a lot easier if you have that credit card or debit card number somewhere handy where you can use that. But if you don't, you can still contact and they can look you up after identifying you. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, that's the kind of thing that I wouldn't take the time to do is to write down each card. But I could take a picture of it very quickly with oh, my camera. Mm-hmm. I can just set it out on a piece of paper, click, and I've got all my credit cards right there on a photograph. So, yeah. yeah. Don't take a copy of the backside with the security card. Enough, and yeah. make sure when your purse is stolen that your phone's not in there with it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. There you go. All right. Oh, okay. Great well, advice. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much, Doris. Thank okay. you. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right. Vicki, do you have any good news for us today? I do. And this is hot off the presses. And I think this is so interesting because this person did not get away with it. Indian National arrested in Montana admits role in computer hacking scheme that stole $150,000 from a Kalispell woman. I guess that's the name of a little town there. So anyway, this was a senior who fell victim to what we've talked about, the phantom hacker scheme. 
she was working on her computer. Her computer went black. There was a pop-up saying there's something wrong with your computer. Dial this number and get help. And of course she did. And the helpline came on, the fraud helpline. And she was informed that somebody was hacking into her bank account and she needed to put her money in safekeeping at the Fed. So she complied and gave $150,000 in cash to the fraudsters. Oh, no. Then, I guess she must have reported it to the FBI because they set up a sting. And she later contacted the fraudsters and said that she still had $50,000 in cash. Oh, she put the bait out there, huh? Yeah, she put the bait (laughs) out there. And that was a ruse set up by the FBI. So these fraudsters actually traveled to Montana, there were two of them, traveled to Montana where she lived to pick up this cash because they'd instructed her, of course, to take it out of her account and have it in cash. They went to her home to pick this up in cash and guess who was waiting for them? Mm. The FBI. Mm-hmm. So hopefully she will be able to get some restitution. They were definitely sentenced to prison, ordered to pay restitution to her. So that's kind of a good news story. It sure is. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. That always makes us feel better when we have the good news there at the end. Yeah. Yes. I want to just say quickly, would you give your fraud hotline number that Absolutely. people can call? Mm-hmm. Yes. Area code 805-568-2442. I will repeat that. and I do welcome your calls. Thank you. Well, thank you, Vicki. Look forward to talking to you again next week and getting your latest warning. And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to subscribe or add a podcast so that you don't miss a single warning. Take care. Bye. Bye.